0: Okay, you're yeah,
1: record. I
0: like a little soft intro. Hi! Almost modern live. A podcast so butch. So massive. Almost modern live. A podcast.
1: Are we surprised? No, but do we expect it? Yes. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. Like, like maybe not. No. <laughs>
0: Was that as good for you as it was for me? Yeah, no. Do you know why I hate the summer?
1: Uh, the children are out of school. No,
0: it's so fucking hot. Oh, well that was kind of obvious. This literally, like, it's not fun. So there is no says fun. Says the man wearing a hoodie. There is no. I'm indoors. <laughs> oh, okay. There is no fun in the sun. Uh, The sun
1: is rude. I guess. I mean, I don't really like even being out by the pool unless it's like scorching hot. Makes me feel like I'm, you know, a piece of bacon.
0: You like that? Yeah.
1: We live two very different lives, Andy. Well, one might say I'm just an outdoorsy person. I I'm mean, not.
2: I like the outdoorsies
1: <laughs> in, in the acceptable,
0: outdoorsies. acceptable acceptable temperatures.
1: Yeah,-. Mm-hmm. Okay. well, but, but you like your drinks hot?
0: I do like hot beverages, yes. Well, at the appropriate time of year. They're definitely like I, I had my first hot coffee in like two months today. And? We, uh, well, it was fine. Did
1: you go outside while you were
0: enjoying this no, hot God, beverage? No. Yeah. no, and it was really just because like I've eliminated, it's been, a... so um, we took a little break last week. Yeah. Um, and in those two weeks, a lot of things have happened for me personally. First, I'm on ADHD medication now. Right. Because of that, I've also eliminated all caffeine from my house, pretty much except a few coffee pods. Hence why today I was like, oh, I need it. Um, and did you? I did need it. I was literally like falling asleep. Like, But this you is, took your medication. I took my medicine. This is how huh. you know, like, you know, like you really need it is like the fact that I'm like basically on speed and I'm right. just like this. I'm still tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I just have a lot of like caffeine free you know i'm enjoying a, a root beer zero it, what yeah like who like a, like the and A-W. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah um the, so i, I was like root beer what i had a terrible drink <gasps> is this a new thing i didn't know about you well, this also falls you don't like licorice though do you yeah i guess not i feel like licorice and root, bill, root
1: <laughs> well this is what the add meds just do. move on remember, anyway it's okay um, we all make mistakes. We all stumble and fall, but we get back up. Sometimes I just like to stay down. I, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Sometimes that's the right move. I guess so. Um, do you want to, yeah, do the thing? Oh hi, I'm Tyler and I'm Andy and this is Homo's, Homo's Modern, Life, Modern Life, where uh, ADHD medication hasn't made Tyler better at doing the intro. No, I think I need a
0: higher dosage. Honestly, like it's I, been, it's be been it's been so minor of an adjustment Mm -hmm. and i think i told you this like what's weird is like i can feel it working in the strangest ways um my mostly
1: below the waist
0: (laughs) i wish um no it's the midday sweat thing that happens like oh yeah like i just get really hot yeah i get like a little hot flash which apparently will go away after a while but also like yeah once you finish menopause once i finish menopause yep but also like there's, I have this like voice that always is going in my head. Yeah. And like when that voice starts to go down a different path or start to like rabbit trail, that voice starts to sound drunk yeah, in my head. I can't really explain it. It's like, it's very strange to me.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Dear, yeah, I mean, not, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, You know, cause what is ADHD but letting the voice in your head you know, kind of distract you and take hold of your conscious actions. And so, you know, you're trying to suppress that voice, I guess. Mm -hmm. I've had a
0: much more craving to be organized. It's I, you know, that's been nice. I'm letting go of things like today. I threw away a pair of underwear that for some reason I've been holding on since I was like 18. I was like, I probably don't need this anymore. I don't wear it, but it was Calvin Klein. So I just felt like I should keep it because it was like nice did it have like like holes in it no it actually like legitimately for 10 year old underwear like maybe looked a year old yeah but like how many times have you worn it in the past nine years uh not that often yeah it's real tiny (laughs) not in like size just in like coverage oh mm -hmm. cheeky new yeah cheeky cheeky
1: um hey did you hear about the baby yeah we don't like him yeah that was real bad what he said, wasn't it? Yeah, it was real bad. Dua Lipa says she do not know him. She said, I don't know him. I, to this man, I don't know this man. Yeah, for the people, I'm sorry for this. For man. the people listening that didn't hear what he said at this point, you know. Yeah, I don't want to repeat it. You know, just look it up should you. It's but, very, yeah.
0: Very, he's also Oof, apparently so like
1: backtracked
0: on it, which I'm like, I don't realize how you no, can like backtrack on no, it. No,
1: he didn't backtrack on it. He doubled down on it. He said, uh, well, like, you know, I said that for my live show and you say things in a live setting and obviously it's different out of context. No. And it's like, no, saying it's terrible the same things words. about, you know, people dying of AIDS and, you know, people sucking dick in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, no, I don't think those have a right context.
0: Yeah. So. It's, yeah, I mean... I'm sorry, now we have Little Ness X as like right, an exactly. icon. So, like, you
1: know. So maybe Duleepa could like collab with him. Honestly, I would not be surprised if she's like just... a <laughs> third version of Levitate. You know,
0: well, do you know that's what kind of happened with um, <clears throat> uh, Lady Gaga and R. Kelly.
1: Right. And she, did.
0: she just happened to perform it, I think she performed it solo. I think right after and then chose to perform it with Christina Aguilera. Right. And then she, I think she basically got with Christina and was like, you know, can we just like, I think it was a really good live performance first and foremost, but I think they did get in the studio to fix it up. And it like the beauty of things being digital is that she literally just switched it. Mm. Like you cannot stream the old version. Yeah. You was... have to have the physical did CD. She,
1: did she actually remove it? Like, did she switch them on if you like looked up that album? Is it like in the album or yeah. yeah.
0: Like it it like like nothing has changed. It mm-hmm. looks like it was always supposed to be there. Huh. uh which is, that. you know, which Dua Lipa could do. She could. And she could put Lamas X. That would be great. But also, like everyone forgets that there's also it would actually technically be a fourth version because there is one with Madonna already. Since when? Since always. Mm, since the since the re-release.
1: Mm, the Moonlight Edition. Yeah. I don't think I ever heard that one. I thought with the baby was the Moonlight Edition. Uh, I feel like maybe this was a fever dream you had.
0: No. Blessed Levitated, Madonna.
1: The Blessed Madonna remix. Okay. But it is also
0: with Madonna. Featuring Madonna and Missy Elliott.
1: Oh, oh.
0: On Club Future Nostalgia. So the third.
1: Uh, this doesn't feel like. Do you not hear this about This doesn't Club? feel like a first party. This feels like somebody else did this.
0: No, it's Dua Lipa. She did them. Yeah, she did Moonlight, which is just basically like the fame monster of Future Nostalgia.
1: And then Future this. Future Nostalgia with B-sides, Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then this is is a completely different, like full club album of a club remix of every song, as like a partnership between her and the Blessed Madonna. Oh, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I don't know how it happened. It's
1: and honestly, not my favorite thing. Is different from Madonna Madonna.
0: Yeah, and then different people. And then you know the original Madonna is different from Madonna and the Blessed Madonna. Well, Mary, you mean? (laughs) Mary, please. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The one who gave birth to Christ. I mean, if that's what you call him, Oh, we shooting shots over here at HML. Um, Wait, I don't
1: know what, I don't know. What if have you been what up you to? Call him. Okay. <laughs> uh, what have I been up to? Um, Sunday, I had a lovely little, uh, outing to the stone a historic hotel. It's very here in Dallas. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, they've redone it. It's not like old bones, stone uh, yeah, very nice. Uh, did like a little yoga class there, followed by a taco and a margarita. Uh-huh. Hung out by the pool. It was cute. It was a cute little moment. Uh, yoga class led by former guest of the pod, Thomas uh-huh. Renner. Uh-huh. Renner G, or just is that his Instagram handle? On? No, now it's Thomas Renner official, I believe. Oh, great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that was. He's gonna come take my class. Oh yeah, I just started teaching spin now. So yeah, you can do that. I, yeah. Come see Tyler at the studio mm-hmm. in live and in person. Um,
1: it's yeah, been, it's good. It's been I feel like I mean, you had kind of a chill. Yeah, no, we did the Olympic Power Hour. We did do an Olympic Power Hour. I got While Watching drunk. the opening ceremonies, you got very drunk.
0: I got very drunk. I all I did, all I drank, all I drank was the Power
1: Hour. Well, you had one before. I had before. one. One sure. seltzer. Uh, but you know, you also don't eat carbs right now so mm, she's on keto again that affects things mm-hmm. you know yeah tolerance isn't what it is when you're stuffing your body with that good good bread no it's
0: not also the the the, the, the seltzers that i got for some reason are like all over the place with abv so like i really have it's m- a
1: yeah a beautiful thing to really just like make four different flavors that have different nutritional and alcohol contents and put them all in one box yeah like so what was the highest like 6.9 6. 6.9 that was the ranch water. i don't but think i drank any of those of, it had a gram of yeah. carbs in it so you, yeah, yeah i avoided those they're still in your fridge i think they are
0: Uh um, there's so much alcohol in my fridge still i mean honestly like what else is in your fridge uh, dr pepper he's well that's true and it's not because he's an alcoholic
1: he's just the no, host I, with the most yeah exactly alcohol and the host that does the least cooking—that's true. Mm-hmm. So, who needs food? Yeah. When I did, I provided food at the power hour, lest anybody forget. You
0: did. You made a charcuterie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I bought a little charcuterie package and you at displayed the liquor store, mm-hmm. and I displayed it fancily on a cutting mm-hmm. board, I which nice. I could eat. Yeah. There's, uh, I need to sweep because there are cracker crumbs all over I'm telling my you, kitchen. Is it just like, is it just time to like bite the bullet and get, get a Roomba? A Ro- I know, Did I you
0: see that you can it. subscribe to a Roomba for $29 a month? And then they send you all the maintenance and everything. And mm. it's the one that comes with the vacuum tower. So you don't even have to empty it all the oh, time. Oh, that's
1: nice. Because those cost like $700. $800. Yeah.
0: yeah so. I think it's like, yeah, you can cancel any time. You just send it back. I feel like
1: it would break before you hit like that at thirty dollars a month. Yeah, that would take you doing the math. I don't know. But it's not it's time. not a
0: payoff plan. It's just a
1: membership. Right. But I'm saying mm-hmm. like value. If we're doing a value comparison, yeah. Like, how many months would it take you of paying thirty dollars to hit eight hundred dollars? By then, months. it's time to get a new Roomba.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, not a bad option. Not a bad option. I mean like I'm I'm considering it. Do I want to give myself a, another bill? Not really. No. I'm trying to like eliminate <laughs> things. I'm in a very elimination space.
1: I'm kind of ramping up to possibly play, pay a gym membership again soon. So, mm-hmm. yeah, not really looking to add any additional bills. I mean, like a regular room
0: is like $200, which like
1: Yeah, the one that just Bumps around aimlessly, doesn't empty itself.
0: Yeah, you just have to empty it yourself. But like, you (sighs) can, there's one with a phone. Yeah. I mean, you know,
1: I really, what I really just want is like a a skinnier vacuum that I can get in and out of that closet easier. Cause as it is,
0: do you not have a vacuum? I have a
1: vacuum. It's in there with my washer and dryer, but I have to, I have to move my washer and dryer to the side to get it out. Mm, That sucks. And then move my washer and dryer back when I actually want to use them because otherwise I can't get the little drawer for the detergent to open. Yeah. If they're too far over, I live a very hard life. It
0: really is. (laughs) And wow. Has this conversation taken many turns.
1: Yeah. Home cleanliness. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: I do like, I'm like, I'm just like looking through things and I'm like, you know, I think through the pandemic, a lot of the stuff I, I like held on to is like, Well, like outside of a pandemic life, I might use this. I might wear this. You
1: kept keeping the future in mind as this thing that's so full of possibility when reality, yeah, it's not. No, (laughs) I'm kidding. But it is nice to pare down the things that you have, to focus on the things that are the most special to you. Yeah. The best, you know, pare down quantity, focus on quality. Yeah um and at the same time you really do expand to live in the entire space that you have are you saying you is in the collective you yeah. or is in me no the collective the <laughs> collective everybody everybody like expands mm-hmm. into whatever space they live in mm-hmm. and i feel like you're about to downsize quite a bit so yeah yeah, well, and you know, that's the thing is like,
0: you know, a lot of this this stuff outside is is not mine. So that's nice. But yeah, I am just like, why do I why am I holding on to these things? Like, why do I need them? All they're doing is like causing me drama. Like I have this <laughs> drama? Drama. That like a pair this, of socks. Like, <sighs> she
1: is a no, I just one. like
0: like for example, I have this pillow. It was a Sutera. It may be right for you, but it was not right for me.
1: But you've kept it.
0: But I've kept it because it was $99. Mm. Or like the old Apple TV. I still have that. Okay. Even though I have two new Apple TVs. What? Hmm. And I also have an old Amazon TV that I haven't gotten rid of. And a Roku that I got four years ago. Wow. I don't need these things. Sounds like somebody needs
1: to go on Facebook
0: Marketplace. I don't think they're worth anything
1: though. No, probably not. I I think it would
0: serve me better to like actually donate them and get the tax write-off
1: form. Well, then you have to itemize your taxes and that's just not worth it.
0: Oh, well, I mean, they always just like, How much did you donate? And yeah. I'm like, two hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, that's just it checking if it's it. worth itemizing oh. your taxes. Yeah, it's
0: it's really not a Well, I'm also an independent contractor this year. So I love that. I my ta- I'm gonna have to hire somebody. Yeah, I mean you're gonna have to Do you wanna be my CPA? Uh, uh, I think it's time for us to take
1: a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Bye. Oh, and when we come back, it'll special be guest. A very special guest.
0: Welcome back, everybody. We are joined with a very special guest. The one, the only, the gay icon, the YouTuber mm. with the most gayness.
2: Davey perkiest, wavy. the perkiest nipples could we do that the most, nipples. i was gonna say
1: the most shirtless video yeah. probably yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely <laughs> welcome davy hey thanks for having me
0: awesome we're super excited to have you i think that um and some of the people that i've talked to i'm like oh we have davy wavy this week they were like oh he was like my sexual awakening oh
1: for sure mm-hmm. i mean yeah, yeah. a guiding responsible. light for the youth
2: the guiding light. I think I'm responsible for many cleaned anuses. My my anal douching tutorials have changed a oh, generation. I yeah, love that. you're welcome. You're welcome. I feel like I'm I curious. did watch
0: that
1: actually. Now,
2: like thinking back in the day, <laughs> I'm like, I probably did This too. is probably
1: what taught me to do it because, like, I have a I have a system now. Yeah. You know? yeah. So our whole episode that we did on on douching. Probably we owe all to you. Yeah, it's probably all just me (laughs) recycling information from...
2: Well, I'm so glad you guys are doing that, though, because it's like there's this vacuum of, like, sexual knowledge that, like, doesn't necessarily get passed down now because of the Internet. Mm -hmm. We can facilitate that process. Mm -hmm. But it was like each generation of gay men had to, like, you know, reinvent the wheel for themselves. And now we can make it just a little bit easier for everyone.
1: Yeah. And you, uh, I mean, you kind of invented the gay YouTube wheel you still have your youtube channel how long have you been doing that
2: yeah i think we're coming up on 15 years of youtube content but when i started i just have to like do a disclaimer like i had like no intention of i didn't think anyone was going to watch i didn't intend for anyone to watch i was just using it as like a little bit of a journal so it never occurred to me that any of this would happen youtube was like not a career path (laughs) So I kind of just fell into it. It was kind of like a happy accident. So
1: what did you think your career path was before YouTube?
2: Well, I I was working for a LGBT nonprofit for like gay and lesbian parents. And I thought I was just going to do kind of like advocacy work. And, uh, they gave me a webcam. I got, yeah. in just a different way. (laughs) Actually probably truly reaching more people than we were through the, through the nonprofit. Um, but they gave me a webcam to do some like experimentation with and I just started making YouTube videos and here and here we are.
1: And here we are, wow.
0: Um, I will be honest, uh, before today's, I went all the way back to the very beginning of your YouTube channel um, and I watched, it's called research, <laughs> it's called research, but I watched a few. <laughs> um, so this is kind of a two-part question for me, yeah. oh um, which you kind of already answered, but Why did you start the YouTube channel? And what does Rosie O'Donnell have to do with it all?
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. You're really bringing me back. She used to have a blog. I don't know if she still does. And she used to make these things called talkie blogs and i was just kind of replicating her style in doing my content so i bring my friends on no one was watching by the way like it was like it, it, I mean, an audience to this podcast I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're screaming into the void we don't yeah, know if right. anybody's listening Take completely <laughs> yeah it was like an audience of like three of my friends that would watch um <clears throat> and so i think it was just that like it was just i thought in 20 or 30 years it'd be fun to look back at like the books i was reading like the friends that i had as kind of a diary like a a journal Um, but you know the internet had other plans and then you know hence the videos about douching and anal sex and everything in between
1: yeah wow well how has your content changed over time because like I feel like the first video that really popped off was like my neighbor's jerking off (laughs) and and then you know things evolved
2: yeah, that's yeah. It's, it's sadly that was what put me on the map was like me making a video about my masturbating neighbor. <laughs> so it launched yeah. my entire career. Don't don't let anyone ever tell you that nothing good hey. comes from jerking off.
1: Or from all voyeurism. Of this,
2: <laughs> all of this. Um, Yeah. So what what was your question?
1: Like, how is uh, how, I guess how is it? How's your YouTube channel kind of evolved over the years?
2: Yeah. Well, I think what I've always done is I've made videos about the things that I'm passionate about. And when I started, obviously I was like 22, 23, the things I was interested in, it was like coming out, talking to family and friends, like, okay, I kind of like said that, did that. And as I got into my thirties, it was sex and sexuality. That was a lot more interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I really kind of dove headfirst into. Um, And then also very quickly uh, came up against the restrictions on youtube because obviously there's only so much that you can say do or show and i uh-huh. certainly toe that line i step up to it as close as i can yeah. um so i think what's like held true is i make content about the stuff that interests me but the stuff that interests me has changed and some people have been like along for the ride from the beginning and then other people you know at a certain point there were a lot of 14 year old girls that were watching my channel they've kind of ah. fallen off <laughs> since then. That's scary yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I hope there
1: are so, no 14-year-old girls listening.
0: I mean, yeah. yeah. look we'll away. We'd be surprised. Be surprised.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Well.
0: Well, you know, with all of the videos, because I do feel like, you know, especially like watching the very early ones, knowing kind of where you are now, I feel like there has been a general common thread. So kind of my question for you is what is the overarching like? message or goal that you're trying to communicate like with your youtube or really just like your social media like what is that like message that you're trying to convey
2: well i i grew up in like a very catholic family and so Um. like so fun very (laughs) familiar with shame guilt all those lovely things Mm -hmm. and for me especially coming out like there was a lot to wade through and what's interesting for me and kind of the common theme i think through my content is exploring like reconnecting gay men with like the intersection of their sexuality and joy it's kind of like the opposite of shame and guilt is joy to really um have that attitude as we navigate the world that we're in um so whether it's you know sex i'm talking about or coming out like that's really what i'm trying to to connect people with yeah
0: it's not it's 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 kind of sex positive but it's also like interpersonal positive but that doesn't really have the same ring to it
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) or you know like self-acceptance yeah sort of yeah
2: but you know what like so all that stuff gets like a little bit like preachy and like (laughs) so you kind of have to like dip the broccoli in chocolate like okay you get your your good thing mm. at its core but you need to package it in a way that's like fun for people to consume and you know then that can yeah. be with a video that's funny or sexy or there's a lot of ways to kind of make it a little bit more palatable This spoonful of sugar yeah. helps the medicine go down you know exactly. absolutely
0: or you know a spoonful of chesticles, you know?
2: Yeah. Get the tits out. <laughs>
0: Turns yeah. out it works. Get the tits yeah. out. You
1: mm-hmm. can just talk about anything. <laughs> uh, so you talked earlier about it kind of running up against the the YouTube, uh, you know, restrictions. Algorithms.
2: and Yeah. Uh,
1: so I guess you decided to get around that by just starting your own website.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck that. I'm starting a porn a porn site.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what made you, I mean, what made you want to start Himrose or like, you well,
2: know? YouTube, (laughs) YouTube feels increasingly like an episode of like The Handmaid's Tale that it like gets increasingly restrictive, and Mm -hmm. the changes that they make like continue to disproportionately affect like LGBT creators, and like that's true if you're just LGBT period, like let alone being LGBT and talking about sex. So I was Mm -hmm. like, like, like double trouble, Um, and and it was like either I. Um, censor myself like really heavily and don't make the videos that I want. Or I create my own platform where I can like have the freedom to do stuff that's really edgy and naked and have dicks out. And, um, and also by the way, like create a sustainable revenue model by having people pay to subscribe to it. Um, So it was like just a complete game changer. And prior to that, you're like at the whim of YouTube ads or getting brand deals and sponsorships and right. You know, Tricky a lot and Kadia
0: of, always say we gotta we gotta keep keep it pg so we can monetize yeah
2: yeah mm-hmm. and 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 like awesome if you can still be passionate and talk about the things you want to in a pg i can't do that like i just can't do that <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. i need like i need a few fuck words i need like i need some nudity I, like i need a little bit more action i hate yeah,
1: yeah i totally agree i feel that
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the difference of like watching like like it, once you've like really taken a deep dive into like netflix or an amazon like prime series versus like what's on you know nbc prime time yes exactly
1: mm-hmm. i'm like how much better would Grey's anatomy be if you actually saw butts every <laughs> once in a while
2: totally yeah show me some hole.
1: right yes
0: um so, I have it's a one-off question Andy. So, why why Himeros? And am I saying that correctly?
2: Or you're what's not. the
0: name no. behind it? See? So it's
1: it's like him and then eros, which is like erotic love. Am I right?
2: Yeah, it's also Himeros <laughs> is also the Greek god of desire. Oh. Um, oh there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but it also is him and eros, so it's kind of like a little bit of a pun, and you know, gay people love a good pun. So eros. we
0: love a pun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: Serve I guess. Pun. I is that really a pun, him or Rose? Well, whatever it is, it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a, the name of my website.
1: A collaboration of words. <laughs> a play on words.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, now, and would you call him or Rose porn, or do you really call it something else? Because it is a very different kind of experience.
2: My mom would call it porn, that's for sure. And she does. Um, <laughs> she says, Dave, it's your, your porn business? Your porn site. Yeah, your porn site. Um, oh, no. I, I would say that it, it's definitely erotic. Like, it's nude. It's explicit. But f- for me, and this might be like, girl, it's a porn site. But for me, the intention in porn is to get you off. Like, you're watching uh-huh. something that's designed to arouse you. And while the videos and humorous TV will definitely do that, the intention is to connect you with like some larger truth. So you might be watching a really hot explicit fuck session, but they might be modeling a sex game that you could play with like a partner hookup that gets you in touch with um, like your desires and how to communicate those to a partner and how to negotiate that. So um, to me, there's like layers that make it a little bit different than say like, seancody.com or like men.com um
1: Uh, so once again you're trying to feed us lessons by luring us in with penises dicks and ass Mm -hmm.
2: yeah (laughs) yes to extend the broccoli and chocolate metaphor porn is very good chocolate (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and and you could totally you could jerk off to it and then at the end of it be like oh i also like learned something about that's gonna like enhance my experience of sex or sexuality so yeah it's a good thing And also, like, can I just ask you guys, like, I know you're supposed to be asking me questions, but, like, where did you learn about gay sex? Like, it wasn't from your family. Like, it Mm. wasn't from, you know, like. Oh, well,
1: I guess it started on YouTube. Like, I was looking up on YouTube videos of boys kissing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, and like yeah taking that as far as the youtube guidelines would let it which at the time was probably further than they do now yeah yeah the internet just googling i I mean
0: i think like for me i when i was growing up i thought like a vagina was a penis without balls so that's probably like telltale sign number one and then when i realized only boys have penises i was probably like well this is probably the route i want to go through and then It was a lot of um, dial up, waiting for the image to download,
1: like one at a time. Yeah, he lived in the country. I went to private Christian school, and we did not have any sex education.
2: Right, most sex ed is like don't have it. (laughs) Like that's that's yeah. I would suggest that for a lot of gay guys, like we learn about sex from watching porn. Mm-hmm. And, and what we have to recognize is that like most mainstream gay porn is not designed to teach you about good sex. It's not designed to teach you about pleasure, intimacy, communication, all those it definitely things. definitely didn't teach me about
1: douching. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't teach you about douching.
2: Yeah. And it also conditions you to think certain ways like that dicks always need to be hard. That dicks are huge. That your body needs to be this way if you want to be worthy of touch or desire. So there's it's all got to be
0: rough. That's the big thing that I oh, feel yeah. like it always was. And I was like, everything hurts. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: yeah I, I used to think that fucking someone hard was synonymous with fucking someone good. So like the yeah. harder I fucked you, the better I fucked you. And sometimes that's true if that's what you want, but yeah. a lot of times that's not what people want. So so I I think what happens is a lot of us learn about gay sex from porn. What's nice is to actually be able to create porn that does actually, you know, enhance your experience of sex. I don't want to say educates you because who wants to like get educated while they're jerking off, but it does it does that in a sexy, it enhances your experience. Yeah,
0: sure. Yeah. It's almost like a like a play along how to. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: (laughs) We actually do have guided masturbations. So can you do all these different cause like I mean, your dick is probably the part of your body that you touch the most, but with like the least amount of creativity. Yeah. So it's like all these different <laughs> sure. strokes. But the most bigger. Try. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh,
1: so did you have any like unexpected challenges to starting a, you know, I'll call it a porn site, you know, for legal purposes or for awards purposes, yeah. you have to call it porn, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, there were a lot of like legal processes, but um, I would say the bigger the biggest surprise for me was that the attitude on youtube is very collaborative so Mm -hmm. i just assumed that as i like ventured into porn that porn studios would also be like very Mm -hmm. collaborative and here's like another player in the market and in reality they were like very competitive um and i think paid porn like in general if we take only fans out of the equation but just studio porn is an industry that's probably shrinking like year over year. Um, And so it feels like everyone's trying to compete for like the biggest slice of the pizza. And my attitude has always been like, all right, well, let's make the pizza bigger. Let's order another pizza. Yeah,
1: because I I mean, I've I subscribed to your website. I subscribe to Hemrose and like, it's not the same piece of pie that any of those other studios are doing. Totally. (laughs) It's entirely
2: different yeah well thank you for subscribing um and and also yeah it's like i'm bringing new paid porn customers into the market and that's like good for everyone Uh but also like we're doing things really differently and like we can like lift each other up through our mutual success and anyway that was not the attitude that i got it was very competitive Mm -hmm. it was very like this is um And and we're all kind of gay men, like in this navigating this world together. So I just Mm -hmm. had a different expectation. So that was surprising. Um, And then um, the other challenge was really that you can't create porn without navigating um, really complicated issues like, you know, like race and racism, um, like representation in porn, representation in front of the camera, but also behind the camera, the people that are creating the content. There's a lot of yeah. stories that, like, I'm not in a place to be able to tell. And it's, like, finding the right people to tell those. Um, and, like, hiring directors of color, which is a challenge because it's an industry that's, like, incredibly problematic. And uh-huh. if you were a talented Black director, um, why would you want to join an industry that, like, routinely, you know, mm-hmm. marginalizes models of color and yeah. fetishizes them, right? So it's, mm-hmm. it's a really complicated space to navigate. Um, which has been really challenging, but also really rewarding as we kind of uh, kind of sh- shift the conversation and do things differently.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I think you're probably doing the best job of any studio out there yeah. as far as representation of different body types, different, you know, I don't know, just like the diversity yeah. is is there. So I actually was wondering if there's any kind of demographics or scenarios or something that you like really want to explore that you haven't gotten to yet?
2: I think um, one of the blind spots that we've had is um, including more like gender queer models or mm-hmm. uh, trans male models. We actually had our first scene come out this week with the trans man in it. I was just watching it. <laughs> yeah. I was a little bit like, nervous about how it was going to land and even for myself when I was producing it you know I'm on set I'm not directing it but I'm there I was really surprised by how like turned on I was by the sex that Dylan Mm -hmm. and Luke were having and what I realized is like oh I've never seen this before and it's like it's very hard to be attracted to what you never see and I Mm -hmm. think the assumption in mainstream porn is that everyone wants like a 25 year old with a nine inch dick and an eight pack (laughs) And that's totally hot. And that's, you know, and that's awesome. But the spectrum of sexiness in our community is so much broader than that, but Mm -hmm. we don't really see it. And if we don't see it, we can't be attracted to it. Um, And if you don't, if you're not a 25 year old with a nine inch dick and an eight pack, and that's all you see over and over and over again in the porn that you watch, it's going to condition you to think that that's what you need to look like to be worthy of top. (laughs) I mean, I mean. <laughs> you Luckily, know. you guys are both twenty-five-year-old, you know, ultra hung, you know, jocks. But yeah, for, for the for rest of the community, yes, we yes. are. <laughs> um, but yes,
1: well, yeah. Th- I mean, I think I learned something in the first two minutes of that video. Of like, I didn't know that there are trans men that are on birth control. You know, like, yeah, that's something I, mean, I hadn't
0: thought at? about. I mean, yeah, I mean, so I'm, yeah. Learning well,
1: lessons.
2: what, Luke? What Luke said to us was, he was like, whenever I have sex, um, I basically have to have this, like, pussy tutorial (laughs) with, like, most gay men. Because most gay men don't know how to, like, bring pleasure to a pussy. Like, we we just don't. And and he's like, yes, it's totally unfair that I do that, that I have to do that. But also, Mm -hmm. I need to do it because, like, I want to enjoy this experience. And I want to teach someone how to, like, navigate my pussy. So... We were like, well, when you have that conversation with Dylan, why don't we film it and it be part of the video? And then maybe in your future hookups, you can just link them to this video and say, <laughs> "Before I come over and watch this, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we should all have that." By the way, we should all have like, like... a "Welcome to My Body" tutorial. Yeah, like, this is what I like.
1: I guess that's what, what guys is, are getting yeah. out on Grinder when they're like into. No, I'm like, wouldn't it
0: be great if we could just send like um, a little animated scene that was like, it's it's specifically this. <laughs> <laughs> um so right. like,
2: you know. I want my toes played with, like I mm-hmm. want my nipples sucked, I want this and that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing I have to fight with is like, I don't want anyone to touch my nipples, and everybody does. Oh. Um. I hate it. <laughs> I don't know, I can't explain it. Like it's so uncomfortable to me. But um back to because um with what you're doing, because I've seen like people that I know from elsewhere start to appear with you, are porn actors like seeking you out because of what you're doing and it's differently and they wanna be like a part of it?
2: Yeah, it, it's it's both. Like sometimes models reach out to us, sometimes I reach out to models, but also like um, not every porn performer is gonna be a good fit for him or because right. what we're doing is like, we're filming authentic, like real sex. Mm-hmm and um, when we film we go on these like multi-day retreats it's like four days in the middle of nowhere no distractions Um, there's workshops there's a tantric instructor or some sort of sex coach that's facilitating the project like it's very involved and a lot some porn performers are really energized and excited by that like oh this is really cool and this is different Mm -hmm. other porn performers just want to like get the check and like Play the plumber, you know, like, because yeah. in some ways, like the hardest character to play is yourself, right? Yeah, it's easier to play some other part. Um, so it's kind of finding uh, models that are the right fit for for what we're doing, and it's not it's not everyone, and and that's okay, you know. I, I totally get either way. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Now, while I have you, I feel like the one thing we have to ask about too um is the um sex toy or real dick video Mm. um I feel like it got a lot of mixed reaction maybe some negative um how do you deal with that like getting the negative feedback because I mean like obviously like didn't hurt you you're still moving and grooving you know what I mean so like how do you deal with that and address things like that
2: yeah, I, I I sometimes I think I must be like a sociopath because I'm so. Also, I've been doing this for fifteen years, but like, I'm not only like, like oh yeah whatever. I'm like so indifferent to mm. like kind of trolling, which is what that is. I'll separate that from like uh, constructive criticism. I'm not under mm. any impression that I do everything the best all mm. the time, and um, there's a lot of people that I listen to, and and I do drop the ball in some way doing a real dick versus dildo challenge was not one of those instances. Like I, I think it's a great video. It's interesting. It was like, this
1: is so fun. This is something nobody's ever Mm -hmm. done before. Like I'm
0: really pushes those YouTube boundaries. (laughs) It does. Yeah. It's amazing (laughs) what a little curtain can do.
2: I'll stand by it. I don't care what the rest of the world thinks. Um, And yeah, but, but a lot of the criticism actually in it was, from for whatever reason it like went viral amongst like the Trump world and so oh that's oh. always fun yeah and so that was kind of the 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 gist of the negative criticism was like well like we can't say that the election was stolen but this dude can get fucked in the ass on YouTube so that's like kind of how it started mm. and and then it became it escalated very quickly into the Nazis, um, which, it, but I mean, there's a in the Venn diagrams it does yeah. overlap pretty well. And, <laughs> yeah, there's there's and <laughs> so then it was like we can't talk about like like the Holocaust not being real or like if Hitler was alive, ah, then this this guy would not exist. So very quickly, kind of went Debald. downhill. Yeah. yeah what was surprising to me was the volume of those. Com- I think there was like 10,000 comments. There was you know, just over the course of a few days and 2 million extra views or 3 million extra views um, from like that, that community of people. So,
1: yeah. I mean, that's just what I found heartbreaking is when I would see comments like that and in such yeah. number and just like about somebody doing something fun with yeah. their body. Like, yeah. And I was, yeah, and I
2: was, Surprised that like YouTube didn't have um, like I, I reached out to my contact at YouTube and like they just don't have I thought there'd be like some SWAT team that would like come in and delete the comments and there's none of that and so me as a 38 year old grown ass man like and that doesn't give a fuck about those comments is okay but like what if I what what if I did care what if I was 16 like what if what if mm-hmm. I like took to heart when someone says I should you know end my life like it's there's just a lot. Um uh like it, it could have been a lot a lot worse depending on you know who the creator was. So so I yeah. I, I do yeah, I do hear your point too. Yeah.
1: Well, that was a fun uh heavy note. Um <laughs> so we're gonna move on to some uh somewhat inappropriate listener questions. Yeah, how <laughs> <was>
2: good. <laughs> to the lighten the mood questions. a little bit. Oh.
1: I wanted to start with one that actually I think is l- something that a lot of people wonder about you and like Probably don't really know, and it's you're still going to ask so my sh- top or bottom. It's been so shrouded in mystery. Actually, no. The first oh, okay. listener question is: Do you suck dick? Do I suck dick? Yeah,
2: <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> I fucking suck I, that this any was I got. I don't know. Yeah. I like. I don't know. Who would have guessed? I, su- I suck dick. <laughs> I fuck dick. <laughs> I, I do all sorts of stuff with dick, and I love it. So I there you go, that. listener. Mm-hmm um so
0: uh oh that one's i'm gonna ask these two together because yeah, yeah. i don't know how to I ask mean, that lots oh. of people want to know well actually like here's we'll just jump into this one because this one's really weird and i think it's funny can davy burp on command
1: oh, <laughs> oh he can wow. <laughs> okay maybe that was somebody that knew something
0: yeah somebody that yeah. knew something that, you know, was gonna make you do something
2: there's there's um no there's this term though it's called is it called fetish mining or something where people ask questions like that? Like someone actually probably has like a burp fetish. Mm. And so they'll say things that like yeah. lead you to do the thing that they want. So maybe that's what that was.
1: But like somebody asked you to send a picture of like your sandal, your your feet in sandals. Cause they want to see your feet.
2: Yeah. Or they'll be like, well, next time can you like step on grapes while you're doing it? You know, like <laughs> it's <laughs> cause people Ugh. are specific, you know, but yeah. like,
1: I mean, ask uh, what you want. You know. I know people ask you this all the time in the comments section of your website, and somebody's asking it here. Uh, are we ever going to see you in one of your videos on hemorroids?
2: <laughs> well, I actually was in in um, one of them in like a non. Okay, but
1: like. Non- <laughs> but yeah. My yeah. feet got sucked. I remember. My that feet one. got sucked. Yeah. Okay.
2: That that was pretty and and to answer your question no and the reason is um because I, and at the time it seemed like a fun thing to do and the guy that was sucking my feet is someone that i play with in real life and he enjoys mm-hmm. my toes and the model that he was paired with was like i'm happy to do it but like i don't actually enjoy my feet being sucked and so the other model was like well i suck Davy's feet all the time like so you were subbing
1: you were just, I was uh, subbing. like subbing yeah. in mm-hmm. not sub you know however yeah
2: yeah but this was like four years ago and and what i've learned like as a producer especially in this industry is that there's a lot of people producers directors like people in some position of power or that are writing the checks that like can very easily abuse that and so Mm -hmm. like like maybe that model really did want to suck my feet or, or maybe he was saying that because he wants to get like rebooked for a future project. And when you're asking people to be authentic on camera, they need to feel safe and you know, like yeah. they can be vulnerable. And if they're worried about who's trying to fuck them on set, like it, it just makes it all complicated. So it's, it's just
0: easier to remove yourself from that whole equation and let everybody be
2: authentic. Yeah, it's just better to not- have boundaries.
0: Not suck up to the boss.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you know.
2: Yeah. Yep. The boundaries are good. Love it.
0: Um. Here's one too. Um. What is the kinkiest thing that Davey has done recently?
2: Recently? recently? <laughs> um. Well, I really I is the kinkiest thing I've done recently. <gasps> oh. i <I've> got. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> There's this uh guy that I'm hooking up with and. I told him to steal his brother's underwear. Oh, he's a, he a really hot brother, older brother. Oh, wow. And that's pretty kinky, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like what? Um, Yeah. Call were they fresh? Asked, were yeah. They clean?
0: Used from the <laughs> drawer?
2: Clean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not into the experience. Yeah. I'm not into the, the scented thing, but I totally, I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. It's just not. Yeah not my thing there was
0: this one time that i got this like hot boys boxers i don't want to go into details on how i got these hot boy boxers Mm -hmm. like it was just like fun to like wear them you know in kind of a (laughs)
2: weird way i don't know like did you like take him out of his like locker at the gym uh no (laughs) but something along those (laughs) lines (laughs) yeah there
0: was you know (laughs) I was just kind of like left somewhere for a long time. So, like if you just leave me someplace, I'm bound to start exploring when I get bored. I'm ADHD and you know, and <laughs>
1: ho, look what I found. Here it is. It's mine now.
2: Here yeah. You live your live your best life. Yeah.
1: Oh, on the topic of underwear, uh, does Davy ever go commando?
2: Oh, no, I I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. I, yeah, I find
0: it <laughs> Again, uncomfortable. <fetish> <laughs> I
2: just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I I do boxer briefs usually, but it's also because like I'm always like biking or like running or going to the gym. Like it, there's, I don't need things like, you know, all that meat yeah. to swinging around. Yeah. Like well, it's just, it's I mean, just too much.
0: It's fun to like watch, but like to experience it on a personal I mean, level, I do enjoy that's it. That's
1: all I see on TikTok anymore. Is just dicks flapping around and this is where you've gotten on dick talk. Oh, yeah I'm on dick talk yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah and once you start going down that rabbit hole the algorithm <laughs> just sucks you right in
0: really does um, who is your current man crush that is famous celebrity crush we'll say A and B <laughs> list
2: oh. okay
0: because like uh, I feel like yeah. you know porn stars are inherently famous as well I guess but I feel like they're trying to go for like who's that Hollywood boy? Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I'll pick a porn star actually mm-hmm. um, who I've filmed like quite a bit of YouTube content and some content for him or a CV with um, Cade Maddox. Um, mm. Who know you guys name. know who that is? I, I do. Huh,
0: I'm going to, yeah. I, yeah, I'm gonna... bad with names. I got to see faces, yeah. you know,
2: you know, he's, so we worked with him a few years ago when he had just kind of started in the industry and um he actually, oh,
1: that he's jaw. really, yes.
2: he's really charming, and he's like everything that I never was. Like he's got a deep voice, he's very masculine. It's like all whatever internalized homophobia I have in myself uh-huh. is like em- embodied by him. So like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I just want to like. Yeah.
1: I was actually watching one of his videos like this past week. And this is why I know. I saw. Yeah, I saw this video of him fucking this guy, and I was like, it it, it reminded me. You know who he reminds me of is the guy from The Boys.
2: Oh yeah, The Boys.
1: Yeah, like all American guy. Yeah, or whatever is, that superhero is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's this is what that guy would be if he were actually gay. Homelander. Thank you, Colin. Yeah,
0: yeah. I also feel like he would be an excellent <laughs> contestant on Gay Love Island.
1: Ooh, or too hot to handle. <gasps> gay too hot. I you yeah. know. Davey, can we put Gay Love Island on Hemerose? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but the Hemerose version would be like everyone would like support one another, and yeah. like oh, there'd yeah. be like sharing circles and like. Love Island is or, very, like...
1: There's a lot of camaraderie on the yeah. island. It's not very. Oh, okay.
2: It would be more yeah. of like a
0: you know, and we we could it could be like Love Forest, and like we could take <laughs> it you know it could just be a whole retreat, and I at mean. the end everyone votes for who they think should win, and it turns out they all vote for everybody, so they share it.
2: And I would just be crying throughout. Whenever oh, we do a retreat, yeah. there's always like, if we do behind the scenes, there's always like footage of me just like crying about about something. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and you can be there the host is. that shows up like three times over the course uh-huh. of an eight-week season. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Cade Maddox. Um, uh, oh, uh, who else would I have sex with? I don't know, like Tom Daly. Oh, amen. Yeah, he's so cute. Yeah, so I could, cute. I could mm. handle that. Um,
1: Although I just found out he's a father, so.
2: So does that like take him off your-
1: No, I mean, it makes it worse, but like even more unattainable now, you know? Yeah, he's (laughs) so committed to his, I
0: mean, well, this doesn't mean really anything these days, you know, so don't don't count it out. Uh, uh, Oh, yeah, it's you.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah, this is a great one. What is the craziest sex toy you've ever used?
2: We had this thing called the um, Auto Blow that I've, I've done a few videos with it. Um, it's like since evolved, it's even like crazier now. It has like AI in it and whatever. But it, like, at the, the iteration that we used was this machine that would suck your dick. You plug mm-hmm. it into the wall, and it's just very alarming to like stick your dick into something that's like, plugged <laughs> yeah. into the wall. It's it's the wall. Very yeah.
1: scary idea no. to yeah. me, but I also kind of want one
2: also practical though because like who wants to fucking like charge it all the time or change the batteries right, but yeah. you plug your dick in and i did an interview with blake mitchell and we both had one plugged into our dicks and I've seen this
1: video
2: yeah and you just keep <laughs> like increasing the speed and at a certain point it's like sucking your dick faster than like any person could ever suck it it's just like <laughs> and you're just like uh ah, like so uh, anyway now human yeah, and now it like switches the, it does like different sucking techniques and it like, it uses AI to figure out what you like. It's very, sex toys are going to take over the world. I mean, like, sex I know, robot, I need a sex robot.
0: <laughs> like, that'd be fine with me. I think that, you know, that's totally. I'm happy on my own, and just have needs sometimes. And if I can just like pull some, I had a dream about that actually. That mm-hmm. like I didn't have a husband in the future. I just like had this little robot boy that I just like pull out when I, you know, needed attention, and then like went along
1: my merry day. You That's know, great. I don't like how you said little robot boy, but uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> everything else <Yeah>. sounds great. <laughs> um, this one
0: says. Um, Will you ever have, I guess this is, you know, maybe, maybe not. Will you ever have Zeb Atlas in any of your humorous videos?
2: I don't know. I've never, I've never connected with him. Um, uh, I I was, I was under the impression he was retired, but maybe not. Maybe we'll take him out of retirement if he is. is. Right. Yeah. I'm open to it.
1: There you go. Um, I'll ask this one and kind of maybe make it more broad. What do I have to do for Davey to fuck me? But like, maybe you could just tell us kind of what's your type mm-hmm. <laughs> as a nicer way of mm-hmm. asking that question. <laughs> what, are, what are you into?
2: What am I into? I, when I, whenever, so I have like a paragraph saved on Grinder. Like people very much uh, regret asking me that because what they really want to know is like top or bottom when someone's like, yeah. what are you into? And, and what I do is I tell them what I'm actually into. And they're like, oh, that was a lot, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> that was a um, lot
2: of reading can't. I would say I'm in this. The reason I will forever be single is because what I'm very much emotionally attracted to are men like in their 70s or so. Like, like that's who I connect with like the best. Like, mm-hmm. much older men. Um, uh, they have interesting life experiences, mm-hmm. uh, wisdom, knowledge, like a stability. If you say you're gonna you know have dinner in two weeks on friday like they're gonna be there it's um it's that's like what works for me what i find myself physically attracted to are the guys that are younger than me and i kind of enjoy the like the the like daddy-son like dynamic you know um i kind of like the younger like the age difference like a, a someone that's like 25 or something but then i hate having to like deal with like
1: the drama the teaching everything that comes along with the 25
2: so i I think i just need to find like a 25 year old that's like traumatized that's gone through like a lot of trauma so maybe um, they have wisdom beyond their years had
1: a real hard life yeah 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 yeah. so if there's
2: any (laughs) traumatized twinks out there please or just you know
1: find yourself an older man that enjoys watching you fuck younger men
2: that's, oh, that's true too yeah it's all on the table at this point let's be real <laughs> <It's> all, <laughs> all options are on the table yeah.
1: yeah uh well bringing us to i think our last question our last one mm-hmm. uh feet are you into feet
2: i am yes so our yeah. feet
1: on the table there you go feet, so feet, feet are on, on the, the table, table. table too <laughs> yeah
2: there's a there's the possibilities are endless oh
0: yeah. my gosh i do find it weird when people are like oh i i'm like i'm so like anti-feet and i'm like you know you have them right
1: but, yeah like like do you look down every morning and, <laughs> <Yeah>. go,
2: ah. <laughs> and and i would venture to suggest that like people that have really strong like that person might secretly have a lot to benefit is it, from is yeah. it
1: the closeted homophobe kind of I, th- I think so of it all i, so. I hate feet yeah. i would never think about feet a closeted mm-hmm. foot fetish person yeah that acts foot phobic yeah yeah
2: Could mm-hmm. be. like the doth protest too much kind of thing exactly mm-hmm. yeah well, wow!
0: thank you for, you know, being on our show. Yes. I mean, like, this has been one of my favorite episodes for us. This is our wrap of season two. So what a finale.
2: I mean, where do you opinion. go from here? You know? Where do we
0: go? <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's,
1: that's why we have to recoup. I know, they keep saying, yeah. like, you got to go up. But- yeah
2: yeah but from here what i mean Barack obama maybe maybe (laughs) maybe
1: Maybe.
0: well and Davey, if if people want to find you on you know the world wide web where can they find you and your projects
2: well the the best place to find what i'm doing is just to go to hemoros.tv we're having our big dick sale not big dick sale but big dick sale like big comma dick sale. Um, And uh, you can get a membership for as little as $9 and 55 cents per month. Um, Check that out. But otherwise you can just Google Davey Wavy and you can see me on Instagram or Facebook or the YouTubes or wherever.
1: I love it.
0: Well, and if you want to find me, you can find me at homos modern life. And I'm at Andy from boy story again, Davey. Thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, kids stay safe out there and Mm -hmm. have a great day, night, morning, evening. I don't know when you listen to us, but enjoy it. This has been a Homo's Modern Life production. Thanks for listening. If you want more, check out our sister show, HML Political Hookup, at HML Political Hookup on Instagram.
1: If you want to see what we're up to, you can visit our website, homosmodernlife.com. And if you want to get in touch, you can reach out to us at homosmodernlife at gmail.com.
0: And don't forget, you can cover your body with our merch at HML Shop on Instagram.
1: If you're feeling generous, you can send us a cash tip on Venmo at homosmodernlife.
0: Or send us a cash tip on Cash App, dollar sign homosmodernlife.
1: Fare thee well.